Are you an entrepreneur just getting started in creating video content for your business? Or have you been creating it for a while and it's just not hitting the way that you want it to? Welcome to the Video Simplified Podcast. My name is Diana Gladney, and I'm going to help you with the tips and the strategies to amplify your business and your brand using video. So if that's something that you're into, let's get started with today's episode. What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome back to another episode here on the Video Simplified Podcast with your hostess, the mostess, Diana Clatney. This week, we are talking about getting you some help and not like mental health awareness. This is not what this episode is about. So if you need that, go see that immediately. But this episode, we're talking about getting you some help, some staff. Do you need an assistant? Do you need an editor? Could you get help with your thumbnails? Could you get help with blog posts, maybe even starting a blog if that's what, what you're into or just having more time for rest and for yourself. I don't know if you're following along with the Being a Creator series. If not, you can go to the creator dot, um, the creator series. You can go to the website. It's not a www dot. Let me clarify that. Okay. It is not that you can just do HTTP colon forward slash forward slash the creator dot. I want to say guide. G-U-I-D-E. I had a brain fart for just a half a second. The creator dot guide. And that'll get you access to uh, this week's, which it'll launch on Tuesday. Every episode drops Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. So that's 10 a.m. for Eastern Standard Time, folks, and 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you're anywhere else in the world, then you can go to the time converter. So <laughs> but those episodes launch uh, every Tuesday, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. And so you go to the creator dot guide and you can get access to uh, the creator guide. That's a PDF download that'll give you tips and other things that are um, in a, in relation to the week's episode. But also um, you can see the episode, the previous episodes and things like that. But. This week's episode is going to be talking about staff, hiring staff. You will see me go through the process, the thought process and all of the things when it comes to hiring. You're also going to see, uh, which I know is concerning to some people, but you have to understand you have to do what you have to do. You, there's no um, why I have to stop because I have to get, quote unquote, a proper night's rest. I, I need to have like sometimes you you just you go through seasons where. You don't get to get adequate sleep like that. You do what you have to do. You show up because you are committed to doing what you said that you want to do. And it and that it, it just is what it is. And so you'll see, you know, uh, which I know, again, it's concerning to some, uh, especially going on. It'll be probably more or less a reoccurring thing just because it just is the truth uh, of me being up late, me working late and these um Time difference is like 12, 13 hours, 13 hours difference. I think it is uh, where it's here and the Philippines. And so even if that person is someplace else, even for um, different people I've worked with for my other company within Let's Get Live and we're meeting with our copywriter and things like that, it's 12, 13 hours difference for where some of these people are. And we're going to bed um, or should be going to bed when they are beginning their day. And so when you set up that URL, that website, your company, you, you set up that YouTube channel, you became a global entity. And so because of that, I, I think globally, you know, I don't think locally, I think globally, not even just nationally, but internationally. And so to get to some of the goals 
the especially the significant major goals, it is going to require stepping outside of you and outside of, of the things that only you are capable of doing. And so to earn back time and then to also leverage the time that I have, that means hiring staff, it means working and building a team. And I know there are a ton of videos out there that talk about this, but there's not enough videos that do a good job around this. And this is something I would make dedicated videos around as well um, for the channel. But I think this particular vlog series, the creator got the creator guide in addition to the being a creator series is going to be so much more helpful because you will get a chance to see me actually work with the team. You will actually get to see me go through the process of hiring. You actually get to see me go through the process of, of making that hard decision of who do you hire and who do you not hire and why. And so obviously I can't stuff everything into this one episode. And so you'll see this over the course in different parts of it. Um, but you'll, you'll see me go, go through some of the thought process and the hiring process in this week's uh, episode. Not going to spoil it because this podcast is coming out in it in advance or, or ahead of the uh, actual release of it. But when you see it, then you'll start to understand. In addition to doing this is in addition to everything else that I'm already had planned or had scheduled. But there's not I don't believe there's any such thing as quote unquote, like the right time. It's just the time that you decide to start on something like, you know what I'm saying? Like the best time is when you decide that it's time. And so I had long since decided that uh, it was time. This is actually my third assistant that I have hired. And this is my first editor that's hired. This isn't the first time I've even had interviews for editors. I just, the last time I just, didn't get a good feel for who I felt would be a great fit for what I was looking for. And I also believe that the better clarity that you have when you're going into these processes, the better. And so obviously I don't think like the third time's the charm kind of a thing. I think it's more so me having better processes, better systems, being more efficient, um, just really having things dialed in better. And one of the things that when I was going through the interviews, I made sure to, of course, ask those questions that are, I think are important. Of course, you have to ask those standardized interview questions more or less. You don't have to, but there are definitely some that I believe are a good reason to still ask them. It's not just like, I try to stay away from just stupid stuff. Like the, the, the things that, that you feel are just ridiculous. But there's a question, for example, um, let's take the question um, that I asked, which is why do you want to work for me? You obviously have other, you know, options. You have other, um, you know, roles that you're applying for other companies and stuff. Why do you, why did you apply here? What is it about, you know, this job specifically that interests you? Why do you want to work for me specifically? And so You'll definitely get some of those, you know, I want to help your company grow, blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares about the other person's company that much. You know what I'm saying? To enough to where it's like, yeah, I'm willing to commit 40 hours to your vision in that sense, especially if they don't know you already or some report like that, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that is kind of like a, again, it's like listening to what is said 
what's implied and what, you know, what's not really said. And so in asking some of these questions, you get more, you get better clarity. Um, and just also I'll re-ask a question sometimes in a different way to kind of help, you know, get a different answer. And it's not that you're like fishing for a specific one. I would highly encourage you to stay away from that. Stop, you know, not really like if you feel yourself fishing for an answer or setting up a question to where it's only one right answer. I wasn't never looking for a right answer. I was looking for the, the truth or what I felt would be, you know, that person saying the truth. So if they said that, you know, they're in a tight pinch, they need a job, they're looking for whatever work. I respect that a hundred percent because ultimately any goals that we set uh, is not just about us. So I, I, I respect that tremendously. And so if somebody said that they love that kind of a work, they, they vibe with it. It's something that they want to do. Maybe they're working some other job where it's less fulfilling. And this is something that's fun for them. They genuinely enjoy that so much more than something else. I, I support that hundred percent. I respect that. So it's just in hearing sometimes it's like the, what their motivation is behind wanting that job. And I also asked another question, which was, what is something that you wish your employer, previous employer, what is something that they did that you wish that they wouldn't do that would have helped you to work with them or to do your job better? Surprisingly, it wasn't anything about micromanagement or things that you would think that maybe for some of us uh, in co- that have had the corporate America experience. It's not the things like micromanagement. That's something that I, when I was like thinking uh, of this question, and it's like, okay, this is one of the questions that I'm going to ask. And everybody more or less got asked about 60 to 70% of the same questions. And it varied per person what what questions I felt like I needed to have. So I had a, a greater list of questions than I did um, actually ask them. And based on that person, their experience and the kind of work that they have done before, um, just kind of what vibe I was getting from them, determine what questions that I went with. And you'd be surprised how much of this you trust your gut with. Like you you trust that intuition. You trust, you know, uh, being led by the Holy Spirit. You trust, uh, you know, whatever it is for you. But it is definitely something to where you listen to where that unctioning is going, right? And so that being the case, based on the vibe that you're kind of give that person, it, it gives you some insight into what to ask and what not to ask. But, but, but the question that asked specifically about what do you wish that they would do or not do for a pre, from a previous employer, most of the time it was in having a plan, making sure that that person knew what the heck they wanted from them. They hired with the intent, and I've heard this even personally by other people, is like they hired them with, the intent that because this is X, Y, and Z job, then they just expected them to know what to do for them and how they wanted stuff done versus having an actual plan or some kind of system or something in place so that the person that I was interviewing, so that that person specifically knew what to do and how to do it in the way that they preferred so that they could help that person achieve the goals they want. And ultimately, um, I found a lot of times and also in asking and having conversations throughout these interview processes and things that people would get to a point that they they 
see value initially and then they eventually let them go or they have other friends that are, um, you know, in a similar role or job or, or whatever, and that they'll get let go because that person that was hiring them stopped seeing the value in what they were asking to do because one, they didn't have anything for them to really do. And so it felt like a waste of money to them and they, you know, couldn't pay. And I've watched other interviews I've watched and heard and listened. Like I did a, a immense amount of uh, research and every time I'm hiring or even this considering hiring, going through the process of hiring, then I go through an immense amount of research because things change, not just the income uh, that you should pay some person person at or whatever, or what the going rate for X, Y, and Z is and blah, blah, blah. But things change. It, it just changes per industry, per niche or whatever. So I'm always wanting to stay abreast as to what's what. Okay. Well, looking into, to this, that, that again, was a common thing. They would lose interest or, or stop seeing the value in hiring that person. So when you think about hiring someone on for staff or to help you, one of the things that you'll see in the creator uh, guide that goes out this week is there space in there for you to take time and write out and go through a process so that you can see what are the things that are most valuable in the work that you do on a day to day basis and what are the things that are not? What should you be paying attention to? What should you not? What should you be devoting your time to and what should you not? And so if you think you are ready to hire staff, I would encourage you that you you probably feel the, the, the pain of it. But when you start to start start seeing that income accrue every day, every week for how much somebody is working for you, it'll give you two feelings. One of a oh, crap, you know, it's like, dang, that, that's, that's adding up pretty quickly. Or it'll give you a sense of relief like. This is so worth it. It's so worth it. And there's a huge difference between this time hiring two people at once versus the last time when I was even still working at the bank and I was hiring an assistant. And it was kind of like that. Ooh, well, shoot. You know, you're looking at everything, every little thing. This time it's more relaxing. It's so gratifying. It's so enjoyable. And so if you're thinking of, of hiring staff, like, and you're trying to, really evaluate, are you ready? I would imagine that there's no such thing as being ready almost in some ways because any help that you get in this process is going to be good for you. There's nothing lost in learning. However, I would say that you want to go through in the same way where I say if you um, like this is specifically when people are saying like hiring an editor and they'll try to hire an editor or think or even ask me, which I appreciate them doing early on, you know, are they ready to hire an editor or not? And most of the time I look at their catalog of content and it's three videos and I'm like, yeah, it's not enough. Even if it's 10 videos, it's not enough. Even if it's 20 videos, maybe, but that's still not enough reason why I'm saying that that's not enough content yet, it's not because you're not doing the work. It's not because I'm looking for an arbitrary number, but you're looking for a certain amount of consistency. 
You're looking for a certain kind of vibe. You're looking for a certain kind of clarity in the content. And even if there isn't clarity in the content yet, you're looking to where you, you're right at that boiling point that you're about to start seeing some ripples in the water. You, you know, saying like you start seeing it there. And when I notice that people don't have that, it's like if you hire an editor now, you're going to do just like I said earlier, which is what some of some of the people's experience was, was that that they um, would get let go because the person stopped seeing value or they didn't know what they wanted them to do. So to avoid that for you, if you are considering hiring somebody is make sure that you know what are the things that you like or that you don't like. If you do not know how to train your editor to edit for you specifically and you just figure that they should just come in and make it look like you send them a link to somebody whole else's video, not that you can't get inspiration or elements, creative elements from other people's video or whatever that's actually encouraged. However, if you aren't making any content and you like, yeah, I'm just not good at this. I don't want to do it, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. But you'll waste your editor's time by always asking for a ton of revisions on things and you're not really sure when are the revisions going to end? When is it going to get to a point that it's right? If after one or two things, you know, little micro adjustments here or there or refinements, if you will, to get it that that is close to right, there's nothing wrong with the editor, something wrong with your instruction. And at that point, it's like you need to edit your videos so that you know what things to look for, what things need to be changed or adjusted. What are the guidelines? It's like giving everybody a car and having no rules, kind of back to the early days. And you would see accidents start to become just even more than they already are now. You'd see a tremendous amount of accidents because people were just reckless. It was no, it was no specific rule to say how fast you could go. Or how slow that you should go or, or which side, you know, there was no set of rules. Just had these dangerous machines on the street at random and at will and good luck. So to avoid that with your time and your income, when you're hiring an editor, an assistant, uh, an illustrator or anyone, whomever. Really think about the work that you not just would ask them to do, but once that is off of your plate. What are you about to do now? Once that's done, don't assume no. Don't imply no. Be specific. The more specific that you are, the way better that this process can go. So I use and have looked at a lot of videos. I use videos I, from both sides of the, of the spectrum. People that are virtual assistants and people that are uh, editors and people that were in the process of hiring. And I, I watched a tremendous amount of content. This was not all great content. Majority of it was not great or helpful content. So I understand the frustration was, was why I want to start opening up this conversation now of just even asking, are you ready to start hiring an editor or an assistant? Are you ready to start hiring some staff for your company? Go back to the earlier part that I mentioned where I'm suggesting that you actually consider getting you that editor or that assistant or that illustrator or whatever and think about it from the person 
that can donate their time because they need to. And who is that? College students. Plenty of college students that need to complete practicums, that need to complete uh, different community service type of hours and things like that. That, And if nothing else, you can leverage the fact that you are a YouTuber. Even if you're an aspiring YouTuber in any respect, everybody and their mother and the kids of the mother. Right. They need and desire to have a YouTube channel. They, they want to have a YouTube channel. You are somebody that has that. So that means that you can now have an intern. See, see and figure out and get in touch with the local uh, community college or whatever that's near you or wherever the students drive to. Even it's like 30, 40 minutes away and see what's necessary. They can work remotely. Last year proved that we can do just about anything remotely. If we can do a doctor's visit remotely, I'm sure there's plenty that somebody could do for you to help you in your business or your company. So if you're considering hiring staff, really think about this. Really think about this. Get that creator guide for this week. You can go to the creator dot um, guide and get access to that. So the creator dot guide. I'll put a link to it in the show notes for you to get access to it as well. And also uh, quick quick, quick announcement here um, for Ecamm, which is the sponsor of uh, the Being a Creator series. So shout out to Ecamm. There is a summer sale going on. So you get 30% off using the code promo code SUMMER30, S-U-M-M-E-R-3-0 off of any plan. Now, again, you have to be new. This is not if you already have an Ecamm subscription, cancel it and get it, re-get it. That ain't gonna work. You got to be, be new to Ecamm, Okay. Never had had it before, and it is a Mac-specific uh, program. But if you want access to Ecamm, you see me doing the live streams and the content, and you love it, I'm using Ecamm Live, and I think you should too. And if you're investing in a Mac soon, specifically for your live streaming and content workflow, getting like a Mac Mini or something for like six or $700, whatever they cost, then go ahead and get the subscription of Ecamm now. And make sure you share this with a friend. Let them know that summer code is S-U-M-M, E-R-3-0, Summer 30. You can go to diana.link forward slash ecam. That is an affiliate link. And I'm, I am asking that you use that. So diana.link forward slash ecam. Use the promo code, promo code Summer 30 to get 30% off of your plan. And that's only for this month of July. So don't wait to get that. So I want to continue in this conversation in our next episode of are you ready to hire, start hiring staff? Because I want to start going through uh, and breaking down even some of those interview questions that I asked. I didn't get into a tremendous ton uh, of the interview questions specifically, but I want to start to go through just a few of those uh, over the next episode so that you can start hearing uh, what, what was the intent of that? What was the purpose behind it? And, you know, how that helped to um, really explore and expose some things when it came to um, some working with some of these different uh, individuals and going through this interview process. But I'm curious. If you haven't left a rating or review, make sure you do that. And if this episode was valuable to you, screenshot it. Tag me in it in a story on Instagram and I'll share that out. And let me know, what did you get value out of this week? So 
that's what I'm leaving for this week's episode on the podcast. With that, guys, you know how I love to end every episode. The winds of life blows on us all, but it is how you set your sails. With that, guys, with passion, I'll see you on the next episode of the video Simplified Podcast. Take care. So was that helpful? Did you get some tips out of that? Did you get something that you can implement today? If you did, make sure you leave a rating or review for the podcast. Helps get this show more exposure. Make sure you leave that five-star rating and review. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And also share it with a friend. Somebody you know needs some help with their video content strategy. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you on the next one. Thank you.